1: They get their minutes and they tackle them as they see fit. Here's your host from the Groundhog Day Project and Michael Myers Minute, Robert Black.
0: Minute nine, Annie is concerned. Dave has an injury and Gordon can't lift up the maze. To tackle minute nine, we have me. You come home, there's a giant maze in your living room. You're like, what the? There's a giant maze in my living room. I've heard of people rearranging the furniture, but this is wackadoodle crazy. Give me a sense of that. This doesn't make any sense.
1: It's like a fucking cocktail party in here.
0: Can I get a few words from you before you go? We begin minute nine in the apartment. Gordon, Adam Bush, stands on the other side of the maze, jar in hand. Annie, Amira Rohit Kambani, stands to the right. At the end of minute eight, Annie asks Dave, Nixon, what he'd eaten. Minute nine begins mid-sentence. Dave, a little beef jerky, you know, construction food, but that was a while ago and I didn't build a toilet and I'm not going to shit on our floor. Close on Annie, genuinely concerned. Annie, are you okay? Dave, yeah, I'm fine, I just kind of hurt my hand. Annie moves around the maze as he's talking here to sort of pinpoint where his voice is coming from because it comes from different places. She still doesn't know that the maze is actually bigger on the inside. Gordon, of course, makes a joke. Gordon, let me guess. Papercut cut? Dave, yeah, kind of. Annie, is it bad? Are you alright? It is pretty bad, as we will see in minute 13 and later. But Dave says, no, it's fine. I'm fine. Don't worry, guys. Day 599 of my blog, the Groundhog Day Project, in an entry entitled Sooner or Later Everybody Goes to the Zoo, I wrote The simple fix for little d depression is a good day to combat the bad one, but big d. Depression is not just a singular bad day or even a series of bad days, it's bigger, it's deeper, it's meaner, it's dark and conniving, wrestling in between the cracks of your mind so that even when there is a good day, there's darkness at the end of the tunnel instead of light. The good day is an anomaly that just goes to prove how fucked up an unwinnable life is. Not that you need to be able to win, but you can certainly feel like you're losing. It may seem like a flippant metaphor, but think about it like this if you can't get your mind around the distinction between little D-depression and big D-depression. A sports team with a losing record, a bad season that will never recover, can still win a game. Can still have a good day. But when the next game comes, the next day comes, the next battle comes, it's always an uphill battle. Sometimes it's not a choice you can make when you're big D-depressed. You can feel like no choice you make is fully yours, or that it will work out if it is yours. But Cameron, I was writing about Ferris Bueller's Day Off here, says it well, if in Hollywood simplistic language. Quote, I am not going to sit on my ass as the events that affect me unfold to determine the course of my life. I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to defend it right or wrong. I'm going to defend it. End quote. Hollywood psychology, simple. Kick a car a few times, raise your voice, then laugh about it. And if that doesn't work, maybe the rest of us will not be assholes about it and tell you to just get over it. Because what do you have to be depressed about? You don't necessarily need a friend like Ferris to drag you out of bed and make you spend the day out and about. But it can help. End quote. In the animated opening credits to Dave Made a Maze, minutes 2 and 3, we saw Dave trying his hand at painting, at music, at origami, at carpentry. We saw his to-do list, finish concept album, make ultimate Sabbath mix, fix front door. We saw his ant farm, and then Dave Made a Maze. We learn along the way that Dave and Gordon and Harry and Annie made films together. But I guess she's the sellout? Harry's still going strong, or at least thinks he is, with his film crew in tow. Gordon, it's hard to gauge quite how he's doing. We can assume his love life isn't going too well, as Dave built the giant cardboard lady parts for Gordon. But Dave, he's the one stuck in the mire. Surely convinced he's a failure, convinced there is nothing left for him but job interviews, temporary jobs that distract him from his dreams of bigger, more creative things. And then this weekend project takes on a life of its own and he gets lost in his own creation. Lost in the fantasy, for however real it is, metaphorically, it's a fantasy, if that makes any sense. Of this one success, seeing a light at the end of the tunnel and grasping at it desperately... What this film does well for me is show the friends coming together to manage all of this. Here, in this minute, we learn Dave injured his hand. In minute 13, we see just how bad that he has had to rebuild his hand out of cardboard. We also see Dave without his friends, sitting alone in a cardboard room, and I've been there. Been in that cardboard room, found myself so caught up in the fantasy of some project that nothing else mattered until at some point I turn around and realize that I've been ignoring so much that absolutely does matter. Ignore family, ignore friends, lose touch, lose track of hobbies you once loved because new hobbies have that fancy sheen to them. That new car smell. Here in this minute, we don't even see Dave because he's still too lost all on his own. I grew up in a church environment where there was no future on the horizon. The world was coming to an end, and I never expected to be an adult. I know what it's like to be unable to plan ahead. I know the joy of spotting some specific future thing complete, beautiful, because I made it. And damn the past. Damn depression and anxiety. Damn every failed venture, every dead-end job. Damn dropping out of college the first time only to find my twenties in the doldrums of temp jobs and loneliness. When you suffer from depression and anxiety, and you're creative, one twist in the wrong direction can make your whole day feel like a waste. Your whole life. One negative voice, and sometimes it's your own, because you're your own worst enemy. It can mangle and destroy the flow of your energy. And all will feel for naught. And the unfortunate thing is that one positive voice, one twist in the right direction, cannot so easily right the ship as the opposite can capsize it because you get so used to the negative sometimes that when one thing pushes you down you pile on with it because the feeling of worthlessness begets the feeling of worthlessness begets the feeling of worthlessness begets the feeling of worthlessness worthlessness. and sinking is so much easier than flying You can curl up in the darkness and feel its familiar agonies, and that familiarity makes it so much easier to surrender than to fight. And you hate yourself for surrendering. And that just makes you deserve it more, and it just keeps going and going and going and going and going and going. Yeah. I've been where Davis. I know the inside of my maze, like the back of my hand, as it were. But also, it's like a foreign land I've never even heard of. And I wish it had puppets. I've been where Dave is. I'm still there from time to time. Hell, the madness of this podcast right here has me there sometimes. I imagine the end product, this beautiful, disjointed thing encompassing so many voices to celebrate something so simple as this little indie film, and then it's hard sometimes to remember that I've got to coordinate all of these minutes and the recordings with the participants. I've got to recruit more participants. I've got to edit the intros and the outros and turn it all into that end product. The thing is... Unlike some of my younger years, or those darker times when my depression held me underwater and I could barely breathe, I can see the end product here. And I love what I see. Annie says, hey, I think it's time we lift it up and you crawl out. Dave's response is amusing. He says, what am I, a worm? And I can't because I taped it to the carpet. Annie, you're kidding. Gordon tries to sort of lift it. Says, it's sealed tight. Wait, let me just. He tries to shake it loose from the floor. And remember, Dave is inside this thing and the inside is massive. So Gordon is shaking this massive thing and Dave freaks out. Jesus Christ, stop! What are you even doing? Annie, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave, please don't do that. Gordon says okay, and second 46, Gordon sort of casually hits the maze with his right hand. And Dave gets excited. Oh my god, I can hear that. Gordon, keep knocking. Why did I not think of this? So simple. Keep knocking, Gordon. Knock away, baby. Minute nine ends with Gordon still moving along the side of the maze, knocking on the cardboard. Dave is excited. He's made contact. Music for this segment was I Leaned My Back Against an Oak After the Water is Wide by Axel Tree. You can find it on freemusicarchive.org. I have been the guest and the host today. Once again, my name is Robert Black. You can stalk me online. Robert E. G. Black, on you know, a bunch of social media. You can check out my other podcast, the Michael Myers Minute, at Michael Myers Minute. Or if you're curious, what else I've got going, check out Lemmingdrops.com.
1: And then I can probably disarm all the traps, and then we can we can finish this maze. Who is with me?
0: That was me, Robert Black, from Michael Myers Minute, taking on Minute Nine of Dave Made a Maze. I will be back talking to Scott Narver, who plays cameraman, in Minute Nineteen. Next time on Dave Made a Minute, we've got Chris Durkotch and Jeff Ferry from Jay and Silent Bob Minute, taking on Minute Ten.
1: Thank you for listening to Dave Made a Minute. Intro dialogue snippets were taken from Dave Made a Maze, directed by Bill Watterson, written by Bill Watterson and Steve Sears, and produced by John Charles Meyer. Intro music is Diversion by The Equals, featured in the film Dave Made a Maze, and Life Cycle of a Match by Parvis Decree. Outro music is Leaving This Godforsaken Place, and Her Presence is Strong Here by Parvis Decree. Dave Made a Minute is a production of Lemming Drops Studio and all other featured podcast producers. You can find more content at lemmingdrops.com. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dave Made a Minute. If you like what you hear, throw us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. And check out all of the participants' other shows to spread the love around. Again, thank you for listening.
0: As long as we're all working together, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. I need you to even notify the families of everyone who died here today. Totally. Wait, what?